AG1 is a comprehensive and convenient blend of over 70 high quality ingredients. And what that means is each morning when I wake up, before I do anything else, I drink AG1 to set me up for the day. It keeps me clear headed, full of energy and focused on whatever I need to do, like writing the fighting cock, for example. One scoop once a day before breakfast and that's it. I've actually found that I've not been needing coffee in the morning to get me started. I've still been drinking coffee because I love coffee, but it's not because it's like a necessity to do so. AG1 is made out of the highest quality ingredients subject to the strictest manufacturing standards. AG1 is NSF certified for sport and this process involves exhaustive testing and verification that every serving of AG1 is exactly what you see on the label. If you want to take ownership of your health, try AG1 and get a free one year supply of vitamin D and five free AG1 travel packs for your first purchase. Go to drinkag1.com forward slash the fighting cock. That's drinkag1.com forward slash the fighting cock to get started and to help the podcast. Thank you very much. Have a great day and enjoy the show. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. This podcast is part of the Sports Social Podcast Network. This podcast is part of the Sports Social Podcast Network. This podcast is part of the Sports Social Podcast Network. This podcast is part of the Sports Social Podcast Network. This podcast is part of the Sports Social Podcast Network. This podcast is part of the Sports Social Podcast Network. This podcast is part of the Sports Social Podcast Network. This podcast is part of the Sports Social Podcast Network. Look, my day job as a firefighter is tough, but my night job as a social media manager, my Persian cat Jinxie, that's intense. It's 8 p.m., I've finally gotten home from another 24-hour shift, and I just want to kick back with a cold one, but... Old Jinxie knocks my beer right off the counter and gives me that look that says, no drinking on the clock. But Heineken Zero Zero keeps us both happy. Zero alcohol, but just as refreshing. So I get my drink, and I can still work on Jinxie's new line of merch. Heineken Zero Zero. 0.0% alcohol. Now you can. Must be 21 plus to purchase. Enjoy responsibly. This podcast is part of the Sports Social Podcast Network. Geico asks, how would you love a chance to save some money on insurance? Of course you would. And when it comes to great rates on insurance, GEICO can help. Like with insurance for your car, truck, motorcycle, boat, and RV. Even help with homeowners or renters coverage. Plus, add an easy-to-use mobile app, available 24-hour roadside assistance, and more, and GEICO is an easy choice. Switch today and see all the ways you could save. It's easy. Simply go to GEICO.com or contact your local agent today. This podcast is part of the Sports Social Podcast Network. This podcast is part of the Sports Social Podcast Network. This podcast is part of the Sports Social Podcast Network. 
This podcast is part of the Sports Social Podcast Network. It's the fight in. It's the fight in. Clock. It's the fight in. It's the fight in. Come on, Episode 25, Season 8 of the Fighting Cop Podcast. I'm joined by Big John. Ba- is that, I just added the bid. The big, big is. Suffolk. Well, it's obvious, isn't it? Because the size. Yeah, you're a, Generally. You're a, yeah, Big John's fine, mate. Big John, it's a good name. It's good. It's big strong. John Bass. Big Bass. Of the notorious POD, POD yeah. excuse me, which is a podcast about hip hop. It is a very notorious one. Apparently. Yeah. yeah. I, I get it. Sort of. I yeah. get the pun, it's good. Yeah, I'm annoyed because I should have called it the Old Dirty Podcast. Would have been oh, a lot better. Opportunity, yeah. The branding was done, so it's, it's difficult to rebrand a podcast onto your name. Well, exactly, so. Yeah, yeah. True. Flames Filth. Hello. How you doing, mate? Not bad. You are looking fantastic. I try it's my not, best. Not, you, you try your best by hitting the kettlebells hard, don't you? Yeah, this morning <laughs> I was on a march. Well, mate, it's fucking incredible. The transformation in tea. I mean, if anyone, if you, anyone knows him for football, you'll love this. Go up to him and just, when, next time you see him in football, <laughs> and just go, you look incredible. <laughs> well, well done. Just Theory, go to him go, mate. well done. I've got a, like, got a natural libre in my mouth. I might have to draw more attention now if I do that. No, you do look incredible. And, and uh, you know, at your age, it's important to look after yourself. Thank you. <laughs> Every bloody week. John. Yes. Um, we were talking a bit before, before recording, and I found it quite interesting. What, yeah. what, so f- what, firstly, why did you become a Spurs fan? Um, so, I guess I was one of those kind of weird kids who had a dad who liked alternative sports, like fishing and shooting and golf. Mm. So, I didn't really have any, like like father figures going oh play football watch football so I kind of discovered it for myself and like most kids kind of growing up in the 90s it was like uh, Italia Gazetta on a, on a Saturday and I'm watching Italian football mm. and then yeah I just kind of uh, had friends at school that were Spurs fans and they indoctrinated me into the world of, of Tottenham What was your first game? I'm ashamed to say my first game was when Arsenal drew the league at White Hart Lane. Firstly, like, how the fuck is that your first game? Because like most Spurs fans, <laughs> the Spurs fans around the world that would die to be at a North London derby, and your first game you just trundled along. Yeah, just sort of the way I roll, they just sort of saw me and went, is that Big John? I'm just getting a ticket for, for North London derby. <laughs> just getting a ticket. Yeah. But at that time you weren't actually fully-fledged Spurs, were you? You kind no. of leaning towards the Spurs. Yeah, I was kind of uh, like a lot of kids at that era who didn't have a team. I was kind of like, oh, United are really good, maybe I should support them. Like, they win everything. And I live in the suburbs of yeah. London, so it makes sense to support United. Um, and then, yeah, as soon as you kind of go to the lane and you're in that kind of uh, kind of atmosphere and you've got that experience, then there's only only one way it's going from there. Yeah. So, yeah, I just kind of announced myself, bought myself that lovely Kappa kit, and, and the rest is history. So. Well, so is it, what was it about White Hart Lane, though? What, 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 how did you, when you look around, was it just was it the atmosphere? Or yeah. Was it the look? I guess it's like that um, kind of undescribable like, electric feeling that you get uh, in the lane when there's like a, <clears throat> particularly in that game, like, subsequently go into other games like European nights and that sort of thing there is something or there was something special about the lane that you can't really replicate anywhere else and I've been to other grounds like uh, a lot of my friends support Luton so you go to Kenilworth Road and you kind of you realise there's not much electric there literally like it's it's literally dilapidated um, and you, you kind of you think okay it's not really for me but yeah as soon as I was there there's something that atmosphere that bond I think something quite special about it something quite bad happened on that day didn't it the, quite a lot of bad things yeah. happened yeah yeah, with Arsenal won the league there. We, we don't talk about that. Yeah, well, exactly, yeah. I'm just saying it because it's impressive that you've you obviously you've had leanings towards Spurs, but you go there and watch another team win the league, but you stay, and that, and I think that says something about Spurs fans. A lot of Spurs fans, yeah. about how they find the club. We we we're, we're fans of this club in spite of what they've done. Yeah, I think, yeah, yeah. I think there was some there was some glory in 
they drew the league at White Lane because the right. game was and, and kind of people were celebrating even though it was like well, well this is only going to be a draw and they're still going to win it anyway and I kind of thought this is like glorious if you're going to go down yeah, go glo- down fighting glorious failure which has yeah. been such a kind of intrinsic part of what Spurs have been about even Bill Nick's famous quote was, yeah, had, had the word failure in it so yeah. <laughs> it's, uh, it's, it's an interesting thing and you know like I think Spurs fans would do well to remember not just the fact that we were shit and now we're better and now our expectations are have, um, have risen, but that that that's a part of who we are, and that's mm. a part of all of all of our, our, our kind of relationship with our club. It's kind of the amount I can't tell you the amount of times I sat in the park lane and and, and watched the team score a goal. Their fans go mental and just my head drop and look <laughs> at my, look at my feet. I that's the most familiar feeling I have of being a white lane. The problem, the problem moment with, of disappointment. The problem is now because the ground is so small. Everything that happens is around the ground. At Wembley, it feels like when something happens. It feels like, because the, the away fans are at the other end of the stadium to where the so-called hardcore are, yeah. it's like, oh, I can't tell you. But when they're right next to you, and they're like five, six seats away from you, like it was at Water Lane, kind of felt a bit more keenly. It's like an orgy with too many people. It's like an orgy, you've gone into the wrong room. <laughs> Things gone, yeah. You've got <laughs> and you locked yourself in, and you can't, get, you can't get back out of the room. Yeah, and there's a bloke poking his erection at you. Exactly, you're just trying to get out, and you can't get out, and you know, that the nails was, have all gone. And that's why I'm going to miss Water Lane. Yeah. Yeah. Sorry. Um, yeah, so, uh, Notorious PRD, it's a, a hip hop podcast uh, yeah. similar to the Fighting Cock. Well, essentially, I've ripped off the format, uh, Flav. I've basically really? said, right, well, I'll take uh, hip hop instead of Spurs as the focal point. Uh, we talk about a classic album on each episode, go into a lot of detail about it, hmm. facts, that's all the detail. And then we save a little bit at the end where we basically talk bullshit about how much juice we can fill up a Coke can with or yeah. stuff I, like that. You know, for a fact now, well, we've had this been mathematically proven that it's yeah. impossible for a man to do that. Uh, just if anyone missed that, Alex reckons he can he can fill up a coke can but how in a long? week. In a week, yeah, you can't do it. No, it's impossible. You can't produce. No. You'd have to you'd have to f- have a full load of jizz f- seven times a day, every day. Uh, and we know that the body dries up. You need, some, you need some Peter North levels of spunkage. <laughs> even, right, even yeah. P- yeah, every guy, every every time, it's impossible. At the end, it's just like a pfft of dust. Yeah, coming air. Coming air, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, tickets are on sale for uh, Fighting Cock Social against Woolwich. There's a limited run of these. A, th- this place has a capacity. Uh, we've sold about half of them. So if anyone's interested in doing that, they're £5. Go and buy them at thefightingcock.co.uk forward slash social. Tickets there are also for... Uh, Paul Robinson, we've dropped the price to £5 because I just felt like it was, we were charging too much money, being honest. So anyone anyone, um, anyone who has bought for full price will give you your money back up to the point of the actual cost of the ticket. Um, so yeah, Arsenal, 2nd of December, EV bar in Waterloo. It's going to be crazy. Um, I mean, even the last time when we lost, it, it was still a quality, quality day. Uh, you can't make it, can you? No. What are you saying, Big John Bass? I've already got my ticket, which uh, is, yeah, so I'm contributing already in a way. Yeah, no, great, so. great. I mean, just because you've been on the pod, you've probably got me guess this. Well, I know that now, but yeah. I've sort of, you know, it's a bit cheap to be like, oh, can, can I get a little refund yeah. on this? Five? Yeah. It's because I'm sort of been on the pod Yeah, now. you know you can't. <laughs> That's our money now. Yeah. Um, and yeah, yeah, Paul Robinson on the 11th of December, Barcelona. Um, but which, which, which is still a live tie as we stand because we yeah. PSV, didn't we? Uh, uh, a couple of days after it happened, um, it was one of the ones right where, where, where when Harry Kane scored that goal, it was eighty nine, was eighty nine minutes, a little bit earlier, wasn't it? Like was it? Eight, six, Sorry, well, we scored the second goal, and I, I just was so unexpected of it happening. I, yeah. I, it, it almost it, it took me by shock. 
that, that that ball hit a double deflection and just sort of rolled into the. <laughs> I've not seen the goal again. I mean, I was in the ground. Yeah, so I mean, I'm not seeing the replay. I wouldn't bother. <laughs> it's pretty, pretty, pretty shoddy. It's like he gets the header done. It's one defender. It's another, and then just sort of p rolls in. But you take it oh, all day long. All day long. Um, so yeah, we're still live. Um, Kane three goals in two games now on the back of not scoring three. Feels like, I feel like he's back. I really do. Yeah. I, I don't know. I think memories of his. I mean, you know, talks of his demise are a bit, you know, premature. Yeah. Um, I mean, it just shows that he's a natural-born goal scorer. That he's not even in the best of form, or his body is not in the best of shape, and he's still, still getting the goals. He's probably saying that because of the, the that picture <laughs> that may or may not be hundred percent. I think the picture kind of supports his argument. It does. You know, it's a bit like um, you know when a racist sees. You know, some a, a non non white person commit a crime. They nail it all on that. And when Bardi sees someone who's not quite in shape, even if it's someone like Harry Kane, he'll just nail on to. Even if Kane scores a goal against Palace and shows a six pack, no, 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 you're still fat, mate. That, that's he's that's on him. his favourite thing is fat shaming, isn't it? Yeah, he's a body fascist. Did, speaking of uh, six packs, did you see Ronaldo's um, six pack yesterday when he scored against? No, the I didn't United? see any footballs there. No. Yeah, I mean the guy. The guy's an absolute specimen. I think the the, the most concerning thing is he's a man. What he's in his like mid thirties now, mm. zero body hair, zero body fat percentage, I mean, and he still puts wet gel look like wet look gel on his hair. Yeah, so yeah. you've it's got to ask questions about that about his hard drive. Well, I think the allegations speak for themselves. Allegedly, one hundred percent. Don't worry. Yeah, we'll, no one listens. Yeah. The, um, <laughs> did you see the picture on on Twitter of it looked like Steve Bruce? If you if you um, if you look at the <laughs> no, picture, I've not seen that. It looks like Steve Bruce is on his body. It's fucking mad. And once you see it, you can't oh, see, see anything it. else. <laughs> I try and find it in the break. Great. Um, but we did play well. Um, I, I expected this too. I expected PSV to show less than, than perhaps less than they did. I think they had scored the goal, defended pretty well. It was tough to break down, but we were good for the win. Yeah, I think we were all over. The man of the match was, was their goalie. Um, he just made so many saves. I guess looking back, a lot of the shots were straight at him. None of the saves were, yeah. were amazing as such. But, you know, I mean, the, these four games we've had in those eight days, we've played well in pretty much all of them. Um, as I said on Monday, it's just individual errors that cost us. Um, I've not seen, I've not seen any of the goals again, so I don't know who's at, who's at fault for their goal. Mm. If I don't know if Sanchez was meant to mark him or Deli was meant to mark the guy. Uh, Deli, so Deli Ali uh, was uh, charged with marking him, yeah. which is a bit odd. Very odd. Guy was massive. He's massive and he's like, pretty much the best thing about him is being good in the air. Yeah. And you've got Delhi, who's not horrendous in the air, but you've got two really good headers of the ball in centre-half and they're not picking up. So Delhi, Delhi was tracking him and then he got blocked. He went, so he, the so one, someone screened him. He screened just, him yeah. exactly and he lost him. And, 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 and it, was it, the it header wasn't... stoppable? Because it looked to me like it wasn't right in the corner. Or was it just a force that Gavin yeah, could have stopped it? No, I'd, I mean, I'd, yeah, the thing is, he's coming at that angle where it's like coming back from where it's come, and he's got plenty of force on it. And he's, I think if Gazaniga saves that, it's a world he saves. Yeah, it didn't occur to me at all that Gazaniga yeah. was, uh, was at fault. What did you think, though, when we went one or down? You thought, oh, here we go. Um, yeah, but then it's one of those things where it's like when you go one or down. And it's like in the first minute, you're like, oh, here we go again, this is going to be a shocker. But actually, once you get over that initial shock, you're like, well, we've got a lot of time to recover this. It's not like going one or down in the 88th minute and you're like, well, this is done. Yeah. So I was a little bit gutted and kind of thinking, well, this is typical of us in the Champions League this year. But I did kind of feel like we've got enough time here to recover this. And it did kind of straight away within five minutes of scoring, we were like completely on top and dominating and just trying to get back into it. Yeah, for sure. Um, Lorente, you're not a big fan of him, IT. I'm not Bardi. Do you like him? I don't mind him. I don't. I don't have any ill will towards him. <laughs> he's, an, he's another person who you know um, isn't isn't felt and Bardi hates. 
Love you really, Bardi. Um, no, I don't have a problem with, um, with Llorente. I didn't watch the West Ham games. I can't really talk about his performance, but I thought it was quite effective when he came on. Um, you know, I think he freed up Kane a lot more. Um, I mean, we're going to talk about Lucas, how he affects yeah, Kane's sure. game, but I feel that when Llorente is on, he kind of takes a lot of knocks that Kane takes game after game. Fire assists um, for Kane, then. Oh, you haven't seen it, have you? I've like, not seen it again. I don't know the little, sorry, yeah. little intricacies of the goals. Yeah, he, uh, he, he held it up, laid it back, Kane and Kane. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. First, time I mean, I mean, no, yeah. First time that that substitution has ever worked, to be fair. Yeah. Um, I feel like that that's supposed to be the plan B, isn't it? Like, if things aren't working, Lorente comes on and we like put balls in the box or go long. But this time, when he made the substitution, Trippier wasn't on the pitch, so he brought him on with Lorente to kind of say, well, put the deliveries in the box. And we actually started going long and going direct because we were desperate, essentially. And yeah. both goals pretty much came from scenarios like that. So it kind of felt like it did work. And if we had someone that wasn't Lorenzo, that was a different type of player, you don't have that option, basically. Aurea started. Uh, obviously, Trippier's been rested or dropped. Depends how you look at it. Um, didn't have the greatest game. No. I, don't know, I thought he played really well against West Ham on the left-hand side when he, when he was on. But um, is there any world where Aurea makes this position his own? Um... I think I think there's a possibility. Um, we've talked about ceilings and Oriya maybe having a high ceiling, but it's one of those where you have to start a whole number of whole number of games in a row for that to happen. Um, I think I think there's a, I think there's a possibility, but he seemed a bit rusty, I'd say as well on Tuesday with the mistakes he made. Um, yeah. But just some of the mistakes he makes are just. Um, so elementary. I mean, the one where you let the ball go out and it was a corner. Oh, mate, it was so that was bizarre. So it, it, it was was it played out to the wing? Yeah, it was come off Ericsson's head. I don't know where it was, yeah. and it was so I don't know what he was doing. <laughs> like, I was watching, I was like, he's going to get that, and he's going to. It's just like I oh, know it's fine as ours, and he's like, what the, what's going through that guy's head? In White Hart Lane, he'd have got that because if the fan would have heard the fan yeah. the fans are so far away. Yeah, Serge, no, get the ball. <laughs> He couldn't hear us. He's only burst into, uh, into life. <laughs> he couldn't hear us. What's your, where are you at, John, with Borea? Um, yeah, I'm kind of, with, with T's point, like, I think any of these fullbacks, I mean, when we had the fullbacks at their best, was like Walker and Rose, and they were pretty much playing every game for consistent periods. Mm. And this kind of new phase, if you like, of kind of like Davis playing, and then Rose comes back, and then he plays for a little bit, and, and Oreo and Trippier are kind of having little runs. I kind of feel like it's not really helped Aurier's like progression since he's been at the club, and we either I think we need to get to a point where we say right he's having ten games regardless of how he performs in some of them because mm. otherwise you, he's never going to get the rhythm, and I think that's kind of it's difficult to do that particularly in like a busy period. Mm. But I think we you know we bought him because he's he's got qualities that suit what we do, and he's just not I don't know he's just not quite there. Yeah, for sure. Um, Lucas was was bright, and um, obviously the fans weren't too happy when he was mm. taken off, which is the first time you kind of heard any kind of discontent towards Pochettino yeah. um, they're all fucking wrong though weren't they <laughs> well in the end with the result yeah I mean um, I mean, we had, we had the conversation in, in the WhatsApp group I thought in the second half I forgot he was even playing in the second half yeah um, you, were, you were completely right um, I think they I think so I, I was wondering whether you hated him as well I don't and know then, <laughs> and then you said oh, you're, you're coming across very pragmatic at the moment T I think it's the, the the lost weight. You feel happy with yourself. Well, you know, I try. I try to take the best in everyone. That's and not everything. true. That's not true at all. <laughs> I try. You, you try. That's that's good. You know, I mean, Lucas probably. You know, he's back. The in... amount of people I've I've heard you wish to die in a fire is yeah. unreal. But that, that was younger me. Now I'm kind of more reserved. I've mellowed. And you've got it, a it, might, it might it might come out every now and then. You know, <laughs> I, might, I might wish death on someone, but <laughs> not not I just now. Yeah. But um, but no, I think. I don't know, I think Lucas is just such a Spurs player, isn't he? Um, you know, in the first half he took on about 20 players. 
Mm. And, you know, in, and, it, and the keeper saves. Um, just so bright, just like a whippet. Um, he just reminds me of um, early noughties Spurs, really, where you just have one player who just takes yeah. on everyone, tries to win the game by himself. He just reminded me of but see, that Well, I think it might work here is that he, he is, that's exactly it. It would have been a mercurial player in the early 90s, like even Jose Dominguez, that kind yeah, of yeah, yeah. level, but um, who would have probably done better with better players around him. Mm-hmm. And maybe Lucas is that. Um, one thing that I, well, I was most impressed with him, and I have been impressed, is his composure in when he receives the ball in midfield. Mm-hmm. Very rarely loses it. Always finds space to run into um, and you know that if the ball goes to him, he's he's going to end up carrying it out, um, yeah. which is crucial in setting up um, play. There were some criticisms about his end product; it wasn't great. Although he, gets, he made nine successful dribbles, is that right? Yeah, he gets goals though. Weirdly, I mean, when he can't really top the goals up, I mean, it feels like Son scores a lot more. I mean, Son got twenty in that season where yeah. we finished second, I think. But you know, Lucas is still getting a good amount of goals. Bardi asked us to include a tweet, didn't he? Yeah, he, he, you know, he had a bit of a cry. So. Uh, are you? Yeah, he's saying, oh, you know, put my tweet in there and everyone talked about it. So I mean, so the, the <laughs> thing is, like, Barty uses his position on the podcast to get like his quotes into, his questions into the pod. Yeah. And then there's lots of people sending questions. Is that fair? Um, I mean, that's... I yeah. think people should just at Barty say it's not fair. Just, just at him that. Yeah, <laughs> if you think it's not fair, at him. And, and, and have a, while you're there, have a look at his Twitter profile picture. And imagine he's reading off a list of the crimes he's committed towards women. It's <laughs> <laughs> uh, quite a lot of paper. Yeah, he, wait, he's at least got four or five pages there. It's yeah, so almost a ream. Yeah. Double, see, <laughs> double, a double ream. <laughs> Double-sided. <laughs> Read off a ream of crimes against women. Uh, his question was, or was it a question? Yeah. Lucas Moura is an unpredictable attacking player we've needed for a while. He's a better fit for us than Zaha, but should not start when all our key players are fit, discuss, or just accept I'm right. Um... If, if all of our players are fit, does Lucas start, John? Um, it depends because Son at the minute I think is struggling a little bit. Yeah, for sure. And so I think basically with Lamella's kind of resurrection and being so on form at the moment, you're kind of talking about those three players battling it out for essentially one or two positions. So if everyone's fit and to their kind of best form, mm. then maybe not because I think that Son actually has been incredible when he's at top top form. What would you say our best? Three attacking <coughs> midfielders are those that three behind Kane. What would you say? So if we're playing like two holding midfielders and they're three in behind Kane. Yes, the three behind Kane. If we're playing a four-two-three. Well, Delhi in behind Kane, Ericsson and probably Son. I'd probably go along with that on, on top form, mm. but Lamella can't play two games in quick succession. Mm. So, but I just like hypothetically yeah. best three. Yeah. You think um, it's that those three if there's no form issues? Yeah, I'd say I'd say that's probably it. But, but then it's you not. Wouldn't, you wouldn't. You wouldn't like. You wouldn't huff at anybody putting in Lucas or Lamella into. Well, Deli, Deli and Ericsson yeah. are nailed in. Yeah. Are you know yeah, concreted yeah. in? Yeah. So it's, they're all fighting for one place. And um, if it's Lucas or Lamella, I'm not too upset. Yeah, because all three of them are, are really good players. Yeah. Kane seems way better without Lucas in the side. Yeah, there's been a lot of tweets going on about around that. A lot of mm. lot of conversations about that. I think you know, obviously, when, when Lucas came off, Kane scores twice. <laughs> is it because Lucas is taking up positions where? Like with his running or the ball that Kane would otherwise feed off you know, in those positions you think that must, might be something in that possibly I think it's weird because I also thought Son played loads better when Mora came off as well because yeah. I thought Son was going to get dragged because I thought he was actually having quite a poor game yeah, and his, his kind of performance I thought improved so I don't know whether it's just a case of they're still adjusting to the way that he's playing it's, it's, 
considering this is his second season, it's really like his first season, mm. more or less. So I still think that maybe just until the moves that he makes and the runs that he makes in terms of where they want to be. But you want players to add variety to the game. And I, For I sure. appreciate that um, Kane and, and Mora haven't played excellently together, but that it's an option should one of them not be available. Mm. You know, if well, Kane... Yeah. If, sorry. So, I mean, Lucas is getting gold scored against Wolves, mm. um, for, for example. Um, What's your sixth season? About that, about that. Yeah. Um, and then I think in his first two or three games he scored three goals as well. So he's, it's a nice problem to have. I don't think we need to be buying any more attacking players now, though. Um, maybe if, if Llorente goes in not January. Even, not even Zaha? No, I don't think we need him now. Um, I, I think we do. No, I think Son and... He's um, better than Son. No, he's not. He's better than Son. <laughs> you he think is. so? Yeah, yeah. You genuinely feel like you're not fucking about. 100%. Swap, that, swap him out. Give Palace son. How many goals? How many goals has Zaha scored in a season, though? Yeah, but if you've seen how like all these tricks and that, you've <laughs> <laughs> not seen that. Do you remember why we loved Janola, John? It's true, didn't we? It's true. But we've, we've got Lucas for that now. No, like, Lucas has got that little bit. It's of not as good. Zaha is, is the is, if he goes to a big club is is the next big thing. He did go to a big club. Yeah, Who? and he flopped. He, 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 he was a child and he fucked his manager's daughter. That's what? not that's not a true story, but go on. Isn't it? No. It's because it's under urban myths that this kind of gained a bit of traction. How do you know? You don't know what went I mean, on. I know, I know Wolf. I know, I know men like Wolf. You just read <laughs> stuff off the internet and I said mean, it's not true. I'm well, saying he smashed David Moyes' daughter and that's why it failed there. I, I like the idea of Zaha being a Spurs player, but mm. I don't think it's the highest priority. Yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm going to double down and say you're wrong. I expect you for doubling down. That's what people should do. Even if they're wrong, just double down anyway. Yeah, the internet, it used to be that the that, that Twitter should be about the most kind of mature way would be to, if you're wrong, retract what you said and say, all right, fair enough, you proved me wrong in this argument. I apologise. I now think like you do. Yeah. But now the post-modern way of dealing with Twitter is doubling down again. No, yeah. double down. Say something even worse. Yeah, send a meme with just like something horrendous. Yeah, yeah. that's fine. Yeah, Natural. Yeah, go on. Yeah, yeah. There's, a, there's a lot of danger there. Yeah, yeah. do you know what I was thinking? I don't want to know. No, fair <laughs> um, uh, Sorry, I can't get it out of my mind. What, uh, Lucas Mora. Yeah, Zaha. So it would, I mean, you, you take Zaha over Mora. I don't understand why he's a better fit for us than Zaha. How, how would Bali know that if he hadn't? Like, how does he know until he comes? I don't know. I mean, I, I could answer that question. I'm not going to know until we sign, until we sign him, but. What would you I say? You wouldn't, you wouldn't spend like a cheap 60 mil? You'd rather it spent elsewhere? Yes, massively. Mm. All right, fine. Um, Gazzaniga, Gazzaniga, sorry, was uh, selected again when, Spurs, when he plays the Spurs, they don't lose. Yeah. He made some good saves. He still looks a little bit shaky. Do you like the, what, what do you think of the Cruyff turn? Uh, the Cruyff turn was excellent. Was I'm, it an excellent? Yeah, I'm living that dream. Yeah? Why not? If you're that handsome, yeah, do what you like. Do what you do want. Do what you like. Yeah. And, and it was, I mean, it was pretty close. I like the way he <laughs> fainted to launch it long and then yeah. did the Cruyff turn. Yeah. Um, Alisson tried something similar against Leicester yeah. against the yeah and um, you went tits up for him but you've got to love his confidence yeah I'm all about that like I said if you're that handsome you get a lot more leeway like if Harvey Weinstein looked like Brad Pitt everyone would be fine with it just be going do you know what you sure? no I'm not sure you're going to double down on that one double, double down double there, double you down. Go. there you go that's Bang. it John. me too well wouldn't done. exist that would be like Brad Pitt <laughs> facts Shit the bed. <laughs> um, <laughs> I mean yeah he was a disgusting pig um doesn't matter. Uh, <laughs> is. Uh, did anyone shit, shit yourself a little bit, or we got past the point of um, of worrying about Gazzaniga and goal? He's, he's, he's. 
I just think when the alternative is Michel Vorm, then yeah. then it's got to be. But then there is no alternative, is there? No, it's because um, I just think Vorm just doesn't dominate his area at all. Just doesn't really make it his own. Doesn't come out for crosses. Doesn't come out for set pieces. Um, I felt that keenly in the in the inter game when they scored. I don't know if it was the first or second. I think it's the reason he scored a winner. Yeah, that was one where Vorm could have just come out and cleared yeah. and cleared the ball, but he's dead in his line, making it easier for them to to score. And I think Gazzaniga is someone who will at least gamble and come off his line and try and... And I think you need that, really, from a keeper. Yeah, I feel like Gaza has this, like, um, shaky nervousness, but it's kind of excitable. Whereas I think Vaughan is kind of thinking, I'm in really bad form and I'm going to concede goals. Yeah. And I'd much rather the, the kind of the Gaza kind of shaky, but... So like, so he's the ball's coming, he's going, I'm going to fuck this up, I'm going to fuck this up, yeah. I'm going to fuck this up, essentially. It does feel that way, it just feels... Yeah. Uh, uh, it's not even... It's just a different kind of confidence. I just don't feel like he wants to come out and claim and own. Because as a goalkeeper, you've got to kind of set the tone. It's a bit like, you know, Vinnie Jones is centre midfield, you know, and within three seconds he's taken the other person out. And as a goalkeeper, you've got to come out and punch the ball. Yeah. And if you're your own defender or, your own, or, you know, anyone, then so, so be it. You've got to dominate the area. Yeah. Harry Winks, if he brought your daughter home, you'd be all right with that, wouldn't you? Yeah, be all right with him. Love, wholesome young man, good looking. But I think he's, he's, got, he's got another side to him, though, man. What? He's got another side. I reckon you know he's a bit, he's a bit naughty, isn't he? He's got that draw that no one else look at. He's, he's got he's got a draw, and I reckon. Um, What's he, in the draw? Tim? Yeah, uh, I reckon. Very, I can't say anything that's not problematic. Sorry, so leave it. <laughs> yeah, probably, probably fairly handcuffed. Yeah, um, and other stuff. Those little canisters you get in like teenagers' rooms, you know, like the little helium or whatever it is they take, and there's just canisters on the floor. Yeah, yeah. And their room like, smells of like Lynx Africa. Loads just, of them. Yeah, loads yeah. of them. Loads of them and uh, poppers. I can yeah. I can load the bacon powder as well. Bacon yeah. powder. I can use, I can use um, you know selling people fake goods. Yeah. Yep. And on on it there's a one of those stickers that you print out when you put in label stickers. Yeah. Mm. Just saying, Harry's draw. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. All in caps as well. Yeah, Harry's draw. Keep out. Yeah. All in caps. Yeah. I don't know. I can I can. He's got a bit bit of a bit of a dark side to him. Yeah. He's got to have and, and hope hope hopefully so because we all need to explore the outer extremities of our personalities but back to your initial point I mean you, you interviewed him and he seemed like a nice guy and um, when I see when he seems speaking to me he does come across quite well yeah. um, he's very you know, he's very honest about himself and his own performances seven uh, key por- uh, se- <laughs> seven key passes in the game against PSV more than any other player in the Champions League competition this he, year do you think he's better than Scotty Parker yes indefinitely as, as in Scotty Parker is best not Scott Parker so I can understand he was the comparisons the season. they both tuck their shirts in yeah. <laughs> but, the, but no I, I think he offers more you um, think so not defensively but on the ball yeah for sure yeah. Um, what about you what do you think Oh, I think he's getting to that level now. I mean, he's still young, still got a lot to learn. But um, I think he will be better than Scott Parker. But um, that first season when Parker was with us, he was he was incredible. Yeah. yeah, he was, he was. But he, there's different different type of player, isn't it? Let, let's compare him to Luka Modric. Is he better than? Oh Luka? no, he never will be. Well, how do you know? Winks will never be better than Luka Modric. I think the upper ceiling of Harry Winks is not Luka Modric, but it is. He he could hold down that midfield spot for as long as he likes. Or as long as he lives or let him. Yeah. I think he's future Spurs captain. Yeah. I think he's future England captain. That's that. going big. That's that. That's going big. It really doesn't matter whether he is or not. Yeah, we don't care. He must go big. Always go big. <laughs> so it doesn't matter if you're wrong. Yeah, it? absolutely. Um, I, I think he'll. Um, at, what is he now? Twenty? Twenty-one? Um, I don't know. I think let's say he's twenty. Yeah. I think he's better than Modric was when he was twenty. Oh. There we go. But so I not, don't necessarily think he'll be better than him. But, but he, he was playing on a, a Modric was playing on a 
a nuclear wasteland. That's true. For yeah. a pitch, dodging NATO bullets. And- yeah, for sure. So I mean. Uh, look, the fact is, Harry Winks is an excellent, excellent footballer, and he yeah. plays for us. And he's got over his injuries, and got, hopefully, his 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 ankles hold up. Um, I didn't know this, but Brent Council put a limit on fifty one thousand for that game yesterday. Yeah, we sold forty nine. All right, so we didn't. We still it still have been that. No, but it's still about saying it <laughs> But we still sold a lot of it, a lot, a lot of those seats. Um, I think you only allowed a certain amount of full capacity of Antrim Stadium uh, okay. per year. Right, and the PSV game was chosen as one where the capacity was lower. <coughs> are you bothered by the ridicule that some that, that some fans of other clubs have thrown at us because of, we can't fill the biggest um, stadium in the country? Um, I'm, I'm not that bothered. A lot of the stuff they say is just to to make themselves kind of feel better. Really, mm-hmm. um, I mean, what does it mean? It's, this is weird. After all we said about City last time, around, but mm. I don't think I don't think they're. Their fans give a fuck what other fans think of them. I don't really, I don't think what any other fan thinks of our club is is relevant in any shape or form. No. And it's not something that particularly angers me. And it's a bit like when <laughs> Dilly Ali signs a new contract and said, "Oh yeah, he's not going to win any trophies." Someone actually put an article about that in a in a broadsheet as well, saying Dilly Ali, but he had a poor performance and it shows he doesn't really want to win trophies. It's just just bullshit. So what's the situation with the Champions League group now? Like. In order to win the group, we need to have beaten Inter better than they beat us. Yeah. Yes. That's the key. And obviously beat Barcelona. Yeah, beat that's, them 3-0. That's what? Beat Barcelona 3-0. We've got to beat Barcelona 3-0? Well, we've got to beat them by three clear goals. What? And beat Inter? But th- no, actually, to finish top of the group... I don't care about Tottenham. Okay, okay. Get Fuck Barcelona. Yeah, Let's just think about Inter. Like, we can't beat Barcelona <laughs> by three clear goals. Of course we can with Tottenham. You're 100% right. I agree with you. But let's just remove that... Okay, let's, let's, put that, let's put that put to one side. side. We need to beat Inter by two clear goals. Yeah. Right, so if we beat them 2-0 or 3-1, we're good. Yes. And we, if we beat them and beat Barcelona, we're through. Or do we still have to rely on other results? No, but yeah. If, if PSV we, beat Inter, then we could be a business. PSV are garbage. Yeah. yeah, assuming Inter beat PSV, we need to beat Inter by two clear goals and beat Barcelona. It's happening. That's all happening. See Michael, uh, Michael Dawson's reaction. On that was beautiful. So it is so good because he he Spurs obviously he Spurs, but he, we bought him from Nottingham Forest. Yeah. There's no affiliation with the club other than, and very rarely do you get a player who actually attaches himself to a club in the way that Michael Dawson has. He's genuine joy. Yeah. It was like watching a fan celebrate. So I think I it's a, I think it's a bit more of a modern thing because mm. the players who who we loved in the in the mid to late noughties, early tens, um, they're retiring now, mm. and you know they're becoming pundits. And they're Spurs fans, you know. But you know, there's a time when the only person you see is a, well. Obviously, you've got Hoddle, Hoddle, who's always been been a pundit. But you get more and more ex-Spurs players who are in the media now. And I think it's nice seeing someone being like that for us. You got Phil Thompson for Liverpool, and all these other people for Liverpool, mm-hmm. um, fucking um, Souness, um, McManaman, and Owen. It's nice to have a Spurs player and yeah. that kind of soccer yeah, yeah. Saturday but seat it, thing. But his reaction was almost like a playful glee. You know, he, he like I said, it was. It's great to see one of our players getting excited about a team that he used to play for in, in that way. I just, it was so warm. I felt, it felt, felt lovely. I love yeah. it. It felt good. Yeah. It felt good. Um, what, what, what is his legacy at Spurs? How do you remember him, uh, uh, Michael Dawson? An, on, an honest player, but he loved the club. He was yeah. captain for a while, wasn't he? Yeah, he was, yeah. Um, I, don't, I, don't, I mean, he never gave less than 100%. And that's all you want. Yeah. I, I mean, it's not all you want. It's, you want... You well, I think really the, good level, players, the, le- the level we're at now, that's you know, we can't have passengers who just give 100%. But um, no, I've got, I've got a lot of time for him. I mean, he's not my kind of defender, 
but mm. I've got a lot of time for him as a person and seeing the reactions has kind of cemented the feeling I have towards him Who, who's better on a diag Dawson or Alderweireld oh uh, Toby <laughs> the old day Toby. the Dawson hoof was stuff of legend though Dawson, it was great Dawson's diagonal was, was incredible yeah uh, very rarely hit the target, but occasionally when it did, you were like, "Fucking hell!" Did you see that? Exactly. It was incredible. Um, yeah, I do, I do miss him. Um, got Palace on we at the weekend. Yep. Um, is this the game where all these fixtures catch up with us? Do you think? Do you feel any fear? I don't know. Wolf, we've got to score more than Wolf Zaha, basically. Basically, yeah. Um, I kind of feel like actually these kind of runs of games where we play consistently over like small period of time actually seems to work out quite well for us like we always have quite a good run over Christmas the last couple of years mm. and actually feel for whatever reason it kind of suits our squad to be playing those games and if yeah. you look at what you know what we've done in this little spell you know we take that going into to kind of like a Christmas run I kind of see it as the <coughs> same thing so I hope I'm not going to eat my words but I feel like this is a decent enough game for us bearing in mind kind of what we're coming off of so yeah yeah, we've got the international awesome. break around the corner, corner as well. Yeah, that, yeah. we've got we've got Dyer coming back, who we'll speak more about later. Yeah. And and Vincent Man, Victor Van Elma is, is back in back in the squad as well. So we've got we've got a few players coming back now. From and I think does uh, that from, does it just to cut you? Does that conjure any feeling in you at all? What? Victor Wanyama oh we oh, <laughs> my picture <laughs> oh, oh that I mean that, that's um, all kinds of things yeah, yeah. Um, sorry um, um, like no, it's, it's a shame it's, it's a shame really I've never, nothing has made me feel nothing like that before I know it's, it's a shame really because he was such a linchpin of the team and um, now he's become another player it's a bit like Sandro because when, San, when Sandro yeah. used to start for us he used to love it and then after his injury he's like well who cares if he's fit or not? And it's, it's, it's quite important, though, isn't it? Because Dembele's injured now. He's at six six weeks out. And he, yeah, he's out until January. Ankle. Yeah, we were talking earlier about like where would you spend the money, and I think central midfield is an area we need to, to do something in 100%. January. Who would you like, buy? Well, that um, Milinkovic Savage. Uh, since I think Bardi was talking about it, yeah, he was. Um, and I was like, okay, I'm gonna have a little look at this guy in the World Cup. Oh, don't say that he's the one that turned you on to him. Well, yeah, I'm gonna have to because okay. it was that reason. But I watched him in the World Cup, and I was like, this guy is actually he's must he's a baller. I mean, he might not be quite ready yet, but he's this. He's, but he's, I feel like yeah, I feel this. like this is the perfect time to spend 100 million euros on him. Let's just let's just do it. Um, yeah, because I just kind of feel like he's the right type in the sense of he's the most like a Dembele type where he can carry the ball, he's physically imposing, sees a pass, like he's got a touch, he's just got like a sugary name, like he yeah. sounds like the sort of player that will be mm. top notch. So yeah, I'm kind of like, let's just all in. Where's he at Lazio? Yeah. yeah. They're not in Europe. Well, they're in the Europa League. I think yeah. they're going out. Yeah. Maybe we should get him. Yeah, kind of feels like a United buy, doesn't it? Yeah, yeah. I mean, if we, do, if we get him a doing well, but that's the sort of player we need. Yeah, all that and Dumbele, I think he's yeah, a Leon guy. guy. He is very decent <coughs> as well. Yeah, but what will we end up with? Uh, probably Lewis Cook. <laughs> yeah, yeah, Lewis yeah. Cook. Yeah, like I know he's good. He's windy good, though. that's not good enough. But his name's Lewis Cook. <laughs> so, I mean, how are we supposed to get excited yeah. about someone called Lewis Cook? Yeah, it's just rubbish. Yeah, let's just give him a hyphen and put Savage in his name. That would Cook do Savage, it. Savage. Yeah. Lewis Cook Savage. Yeah. That, suddenly, that's so, better, yeah, yeah. So three, two, that's what we call him. Yeah. Cook Savage. Yeah, yeah. don't call Savage. him by look at my proper name at all. If we yeah. interview him in any shape or form, yeah. we've got to keep it straight. Keep it straight in face and say Cook Savage. Yeah, yeah. Sons in the terraces. Cook Savage. Cook like, Savage. Let, yeah. It's 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 amazing what a foreign player does. How much more grace you give them because of the fact that they you know that they aren't boring. Yeah, I mean, the Paulinho <laughs> was English. I mean, can you imagine the stick he'd have got? Paul. Paul. Yeah. yeah. Um, any predictions for Palace? How do you think we get on? 
2-1. Yeah, I'd go 2-1. Yeah, I think we'll win, but it'll be tight. I think we're going to smash them 5-0. Bosh. Yes, Fansbit. Fighting Cock sponsored by Fansbit. Um, so I spoke to him today. I was on the phone to him. Um, they run me up when I was driving. And they basically, in the, they want to sponsor one of the next live shows we do. That's nice of them. Yeah, so what they're going to do is they're going to pay for everyone's tickets. They're going to pay wow. for all of the tickets. And all you have to do if you want one is just <coughs> register, come on our website and register for a ticket. They're, they're buying everyone's tickets. That is some big dick energy. That's yeah. Like that. <laughs> yeah, it's quality, isn't it? That is great. Yeah. So that, that isn't for the Arsenal game. That isn't for um, Barcelona. the Barcelona one. But we're going to do one in January. And they're going to buy everyone's tickets. Like when they very often, I went, that is a fucking great idea. Yeah. That's amazing. So anyone who wants to go to the, the Fighting Cock Social in January, to be confirmed, um, yeah, all, all the tickets are on fans. But um, if you want to thank them, or if you think that's a good idea and they're, they're out, for, out for the fans, you know what else they've done actually is they, they helped uh, pay for the final segment of the crowdfunding at, I think I want to say Gillingham, the safe standing that they had at Gillingham. Is it Gillingham? Um, anyway, they, they, they topped up the, the amount to bring safe down into this football club. So um, they're, they're kind of genuinely, as, as, you know, as far as betting, betting companies go, are you know, at least interested in the betterment of football for fans. That's good. Uh, all right, so go, go to fansbit.com and sign up. Use the drop down in the um, as part of it when you, when you get there. Uh, you're pointing the phone at me. Why? Because I've added a bit. You've added a bit. Yeah. Dyer is packing. That one. You've seen the picture, everyone's seen the picture, haven't you? Dyer. Yeah. He's, um, he's got an erection in the picture. Yeah. Is it erection or is it just. I reckon, I reckon there's something in there. I don't think he's going to stand there with a fucking <laughs> erection. Like, what, no one, who does that? So, my initial instinct is it's a bit thin. It looks like a Lanky Larry or like a refresher bar. Like, oh, so, he's done it in, on purpose? Well, no, I, I just think it's just an unfortunate crease. Lanky Larry. A Lanky Larry, the retro suite, is like a, one of them chewy. Not like refreshers? No. Nah. I remember refreshers. It's like refresher, basically, but thin and long. Like a lanky, penis, like. a lanky Larry. Yeah. Um, okay. Diary's packing. Barry asked if you were hung like Dyer, would you go into porn? What, 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 does, <laughs> what, what, what goes on in Barry's head? The size of your penis isn't isn't the reason why people go into porn. <laughs> why? Well, it's part of it, surely. No, it's not part of it. Desperation is part of it. You think so? Yeah. Long. It's not being able to pay the rent. Not being able to feed my kids. Not being able to buy the car I want. Well, it's not being like, desperately unhappy. I get not what you're saying. What it's, not, it's, not, it's not a life ambition. It's not like you grow up wanting to be one. Yeah. Well, so you reckon you look at? I have got a ma- massive dick. I'm gonna, I'm gonna go and. Well, put yourself being at his age, though, because obviously at the ages we're at now, things are different. But mm-hmm. I, no, I just wouldn't go into porn. I... I think as well that the market is saturated with big cocks. I think actually you yeah. want to go niche market. Yeah. If you've got a small cock, you make some money that way. Yeah. So that's that's going to be my new venture. So check that out. I'll step into it now. Big John's little John. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> hashtag. That is, that is good. Grow and not show us. So, yeah, make, make that work. It's not fun. Would I? Um, I don't know. What, what, do you, what do you think of the um, the picture though? Is uh, I don't think it's this guy. I reckon he's put something down I think he's there. He's mucking about. But so this, this is what happened. I see the post, mm. and I saw Vertonghen's comment, which is. Um, I see Vertonghen's comments as though, yeah, you're, you know, you're obviously happy to see them. Yeah. So I think nothing of it. What, you didn't think that <laughs> no, you no, sort no, of no, like no. Just, oh, no, no, no. I've not seen it, have I? Right. Let's look at the picture again. I'm thinking, well, this is now on Instagram. You can zoom. So I was <laughs> oh, my God. And I, I, I put it straight in one of my WhatsApp groups. Can look you, at this fucking picture. What can, the fuck? Can you bring it up? Can you bring it up? Because so I, I, I've seen it once or twice, and I, uh, three times I've seen it. But the... Uh, 
I, I just want to see it again, yeah. just to see if it, there is an erect penis there. Yeah, because I, I think that's part of the fun, though, is because is, I saw your tweet here and I was like, oh, okay, and was just for time like liking a message, doesn't it? There's no comedy value here. Yeah. But it's the shock of zooming in and yeah, finding it for yourself. That's what happened. I zoomed in for, oh my God, what's yeah. going on here? Yeah, it's like an adult's Where's Wally. It's just perfect. <laughs> Who are these other people? What, what's he, going on You tagged them. You tagged them. One of them's Nani, one yeah. of them's Adrian Silver, and the I other thought two. that was Nabi Keita. No, it's not. They're old Lisbon teammates. Yeah. That does look like him, though, to be fair, to me. Just, let's just move on. Oh, for fuck's sake, it sounds like Stop doing him. this. What is going on with that? <laughs> like, what way does it go? <laughs> but this is what I mean, there's, there's, there's some... one up here. Yeah, exactly. And then there's... I don't know why you troll a picture like that, though. Grey sweatpants, isn't it? Yeah. It's a season of the grey sweatpants. That's what, that's what it's all about. <laughs> I, uh, I do love it. I do love it. It's good. It's... It looks like a... It looks like you know one of the vibrators you see in, in, in porn where um, so they're like the big head. Yeah. It's like a big head, and they just whack it on themselves, and uh, where they go. It's one of those. It looks like a vibrator stuff. It's, it's, it's a mental thing. It's certainly it's definitely best, in on this. Yeah, it's certainly the best footballers bowled since Mustafa Hadji on uh, Champ Manager 0102. And it, you that's know, niche. Like, yeah, it's very that niche. niche but on the, in the background. Yeah, you know, you have the pictures of the players when you click on certain things. Yeah, yeah. And it just had a massive yeah. bulge there. So it's, my, it's not my favourite bulge. My favourite bulge was the cross Bale, when Bale crossed. Oh, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, for Peter Parker. Mm. Oh, yeah. And every time we did a Q&A, we'd... Uh, we'd or, or anytime Spurs did a Q&A, we'd always tweet, Did does Gareth Bale know that we could see his entire penis when he crossed <laughs> that ball? You could see it all. I think there's a Twitter account called Bell's Bulge right. for a while as well. Mm. Good. Um, Sissoko feels like he has had a place in our squad and is growing in confidence. Potts trusts him, says he offers something different. Um, I think he's... he's He's doing all right. Yeah, he's doing he's, all right. He's, he's, he's reliable. Yeah. I mean, I never thought I'd think he was reliable, but he's become reliable. I mean, it's a very low bar for him, sadly. Yeah, but, um, I mean, we don't expect anything. Yeah, exactly. You expect the worst. And if you expect the worst, you can always just, you know, it's always going to... There's always room for growth. Well, unless you're Dyer. No room for that. <laughs> we talk about um, having a squad and having more... Having a 16, and I think you could probably say he's, he's part of that. I mean... Ideally, we'd have someone better than him, but he's, he's doing a job and he does what the manager asks of him. Yeah, yeah. absolutely. He's, yeah. he's just suited for certain games, I think. Like, if, you, if you've got like a team, like Real Madrid away last year, he was perfect for that game. We needed someone who could get around the pitch, shut people down, smash people up. <laughs> Mises Sissoko was perfect for Real Madrid away. <laughs> who'd, who'd have thought we'd ever um, say that? But yeah, but, but in a way, that like he's better against better teams because it, when it's like the onus is on us to keep possession... He can't control the football. Yeah. So it's better when we're kind of either under the cosh or being direct. He's, he's great for that. Do you think that what, when he's playing, do you think what's going through his head? I just found like it's like just heavy metal, like hardcore <laughs> thrash metal. Yeah, I that, so. That's what's playing going through um, Sissoko's head when he's playing. What yeah. song is it? I don't know. Like, Is it a blind kid? Oh. <laughs> What the fuck is going, going on? on? <laughs> yeah. I don't know what, what is that song. I've no idea what song it is, but that's what I think, <laughs> that's what I think what of when I see a play. What the fuck is going on? Um, yeah, some sort of like Slipknot or something like that. What, yeah. what, what music do you think is playing through Ericsson's head when he plays? That'd probably be classical. Yeah, Mozart or something yeah, like yeah, I thought that. that. I thought that. Uh, let's go with... Let's go with... Dyer just has that like um, 
Bum, 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 Yeah, and you just walk around and go, God, my cock is so majestic. Fuck me. I that's why I was out. Yeah. Are you going to East? Fuck me. Just like drunk. No, it's come on, come on, we're going down the pub. Come on, Sharon 69. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Hurry up, Harry. Hurry up, Harry, come on. Harry Kane scored a goal going down the pub. Um, send in your best footballers in a monologue music to at John Bass <laughs> at the real John at Bass. the real John Bass is there a, is there people being rep- what, what I mean is there is there someone is there other John Basses around well there is a, a John Bass who's an actor Bass is, is it Bass it's Bass it's Bass but there is a there is an actor called John Bass and he was in Baywatch with The Rock and after the film, the rock started following me instead of him. Oh, that's incredible! Right, so I then, so I slid into his DMs and told him, said, "Look, just to let you know, I'm actually the real John Bass from Bedfordshire, absolute legend. The actor, some nobody, uh, is actually under a different account name." He replied back, Did he? saying, um, "Thanks for being such a great fan. Thanks ever so much." And I was like, <laughs> "I was like, under yeah, no worries." He's like, "A lot of people wouldn't have let me know. Thank oh, you right. for for doing that." Um, and I was like, yeah, no worries, if you're in London, let me know, we'll go for a beer. <laughs> Didn't reply. Um, no, he still follows me to this day. <laughs> that was like a year and a half ago. That's that is, so pretty much now, every time people talk about Twitter, I go, oh, do I tell you that? Rock Johnson follows me. <laughs> yeah, cool. I bring up, go, oh, still following me. So yeah, there you go. My claim to fame. That is incredible. Um, did you see the cockerel? They put it on the stadium. Yeah, it's got a dent in it. Wow. Oh. That's fine. No, no, I think it's... Um, I quite like that. No, I think, I don't know if it's um, when Gaza shot it. All right. <laughs> Did he, uh, I don't know if I've got. I don't know if I've got uh, got my wires crossed there. But so yeah, they, didn't it, re- it, they didn't repair it. They, I think it's just there for posterity. Yeah, Do you know? Um, do you know? I, I we put a tweet out and went. There she goes. Eight or nine people come back and go. Oh, when's a cockerel going to be a female? Oh, how's a cockerel going to be a female? But when you're talking about an inanimate object yeah. or a country, you always say she. Yes. You don't say he. Yeah. I understand cockerels are male. I own one. Actually, I don't. A dog killed it the other day. Wow, Harry! Spoon. Harry's dead. That's Harry's awful. dead. Harry gave birth to, well, didn't give birth. He, he fathered five, seven or eight chicks, and then neighbour's dog came in and killed it. But wow. it's fine because I bought myself a new dog. A kill, bigger dog. A bigger dog with a bigger <laughs> head. And it's the staff. Oh yeah, that, that's a dog. Yeah, yeah. And his dad looks like a fucking nutcase, and his head's the size of a fucking basketball. And if that other dog comes around to get one of my other hens, I got one chicken, uh, one one cockerel and a hen, then my dog's going to eat his dog. Yeah. I like that. Yeah, it's, it's pretty grim though. I looked out the window and it's like the dog's got the cockerel by the throat. It's all limp, flopping oh. about. Well, that's so you saw that, but that's fucking terrible. Yeah, yeah. it wasn't my proudest wank. <laughs> <laughs> I tell you what, though, uh, it's not for that. Whilst well, I was in the news, um, an Arsenal fan reported to Burton oh, advertising yeah. standard agency over our Champions League advert. So the advert was. Um, our ground, we the only place in London where you could watch the Champions League. Well, that is false advertising. Yeah, so an, an Arsenal fan has reported it to them. To, uh, people are saying, oh, he's a prick, he's got time, but I like that level of pettiness. I can't even yeah. know. That's what the rivalry is built on. Do you know, yeah. I, get, I get what you're saying, because when, when Arsenal built um, their, their stadium in Ashburton Grove, uh, my old man's house is literally... Like, I can't tell you how close I live to Arsenal Stadium. It's sickening. Yeah. When Arsenal play, I see them all walking, walking down... Um, Anyway, so we, all of us in the family, putting individual complaints against the planning permission. 
I love that though. I, yeah, but it's pathetic. No, it's, it's not going to stop. It's only fine if you're doing it knowing that it's pathetic. If you're doing it because you're genuinely like, oh, well, this is not, this is not legal. Mm. This is not correct. Yeah. If you're what, doing it because you're like, this would be spiteful. This would be hilarious. Then what, it's fine. What, would, what is this guy hoping for? That the, doc, that the advertising, <laughs> uh, advertising. What is it? I would say. Yeah. They dock us points. It was, it was a good viral, wasn't it? You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. Man, in trouble. Like, it's not even not even a joke. They're in trouble. Why? What's what's happened? So they uh, there's this thing called there's like chapters of this shit coming out of all mm. these accusations. Against they're the leaks. Mm. Yeah, but is there anything actually going to happen with this? I, no, I feel like not. it's like oh here's a fine. You spent too much money. Here's a fine. Mm. Like, they've got too much money. That's the point, though, isn't it? Like, well, they they they, they basically they're like Leroy Sane. One of the things that came out. Leroy Sane, um, in order to keep him under the payment threshold was on a bonus bonus scheme that he could never actually keep up with. He'd never achieve his full wage. It's like ridiculous. And there's uh, documents that say that he that they will top up his wages, regardless of whether or not he meets his bonus. That's a kind of faux bonus scheme. I don't know. When there's that much, much when there's that much money involved, there's always gonna be people so, trying so to So they're declaring they're declaring a lower salary. Yeah. It's saying it's saying if he gets a bonus, he gets a, the top salary. The top it's, salary. It's a bonus. But then they give him they give him the top salary anyway. Yeah. In, in other ways, yeah. yeah. And there's also this thing about they they paid nothing for Kevin De Bruyne, even though they paid whatever forty five million. They said on the paperwork that they essentially gone on a free. Yeah. It's like well that didn't happen, did it? That's crazy. Get them, yeah. get them. Whoever's out there, yeah, please just, just go and get them. Yeah, they're fucking me off now. See that? Uh, actually, nothing. Sterling. Yes. So, so, so if it was a Spurs player, <laughs> would you have a go at him if he said, oh, "I tripped"? Why the fuck would he do that for? Because you're playing Shakhtar and it doesn't matter, and you're going to smash no, anyway. No, no, no. Sorry, no. What? So you'd want the penalty? Yeah. It'd be great if it happened against Arsenal, wouldn't it? Oh, um, abs- absolutely. I mean, I, so- I'd rather that than a Kane screamer from 40 yards. Yeah. Someone is saying, "No, why didn't Sterling get up and say it wasn't a foul? Why should he? The onus is on the referee." Does a def- does a defender when he's pulling the shirt? After the ball's like cleared, did he go, oh, sorry, no, ref's a penalty, I pulled his shirt. Where does it exactly. end? Exactly. Where, where, where does it end? <laughs> where does it end? <laughs> where, where does it fucking end? <laughs> Everybody take a decision, they're going to say, oh, well, I did it, I didn't do it. I mean, yeah. the referee's there to do a job. I mean, maybe Sterling could have done like what Robbie Fowler did and say, you know, and that's, it's nice to see, you know. But yeah, but, but fuck it, it's, it's not on him. It's not obligated know, to do, do it. Do you know, mm. I, 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 personally, I think I would have said something, but um, I went, when I first time I watched it, I was like, that's pen. That's, that's definitely a pen. And then I watch it back as I'll fucking no, kick the floor. But <laughs> in real time, you can excuse the ref for not seeing it. Yeah. For sure. Um, and the other thing I want to quickly, uh, outside of Spurs, is uh, Jose Mourinho. Did you like, like the old... Uh, I've not seen it. Yeah, it's funny. I mean, there's not much to see. He just went on after... after I, saw the, I saw a short video of what he did. Yeah, he just went up and was like that, like, yeah. giving it the ear, and his face looked really kind of smug and arrogant. Where are you at with Jose Mourinho, good or bad? Um, over his whole career, he's obviously been... Uh, Sorry, no, I just want to stop you there. I said, too, good or bad? Bad. Big one, eh? Over his whole career, good. <laughs> yeah. um, but recently, he's just miserable anti-football. The, the game's moved on, and he's just become like a real miserable, old, like cantankerous git, basically. Mm. And it's not really that fun to kind of watch him. That being said, when it's nothing to do with my club and he's like boiling piss on a grand level, it's fucking glorious. Especially Juve as well. It's just great. It yeah. was so he went in and, and fronted up the yeah. entire stadium. But in a way that was much cooler than Neil Lennon, who ended up in yeah. a crumpet. Oh, that was beautiful. Which was gold, yeah. It was, it was gold. Like, like, I've got no issue with someone throwing a coin at him. And I also don't have any issue with him fronting up the Hearts fans in the way that he did. But you've got to expect some... Exactly. Like, I, I, I'm a firm believer of anyone being able to say whatever the fuck they want, no matter how offensive. Yeah. But you have to deal with the consequences of your words sure. and your actions. Yes. And Neil Lennon got served up. <laughs> 
Yeah. Uh, well, Jose right. Mourinho probably got away with it. Um, it was great. So he, he went onto the pitch. He put his arm at the ear and he's like, "Yeah, what?" Like just yeah. to see what happened because apparently they were singing stuff about his family yeah. and about yeah. Milan and stuff like that. Yeah. Um, the cockerel isn't on the west stand. I didn't know that. It, unless it's on, I, the, on the new um, cop stand, isn't it? Bye-bye. Yeah. Is that all right? Because the cockerel's always to the west. Yes. The cockerel goes well, to the west. Well, where's it facing then? I don't know. Maybe it's about where it faces and not mm. what stand it's on. I'm not sure if, if the new cop stand is where the west used to be, because it's kind of mm. turned I around, it isn't it? It's lane. I don't know. Whatever. You're right. Yeah, Let's not worry about it. There's bigger <coughs> things in there. Bigger things in there, like... There's two more questions, by the way. That, what? Yeah. Glenn. Actually, yeah, the top one. I don't know. What, and, all so, right, I see, I see, I see. Uh, Joey, 1982, says, if you supported another team, which of the current Spurs squad would you hate the most? <laughs> that's a great question. <laughs> that's a good question, yeah. Uh, go on, John, what did you say? Well, we have a, a fantasy football chat with a lot of my mates <clears throat> from back home, so I get like lots of opinions from other people. The consensus from them, and I guess we'll probably I'd follow toe is Lamella spoiled oh, yeah. so much piss 100%. and and the elbow uh, in the game this week was glorious what was that one about? I loved it so much it yeah. was amazing you Although, get on with Alex yeah I mean I kind what, of feel like that is the best part of football in a lot of ways what what what, what was that about <laughs> I don't know it's just a word that been said but apparently I was an article he did he did something else that was a bit of shithousery he was running <laughs> up and down as a sub warming up and the guy's about six foot and he just stood there. So in the his way? Can, yeah. But he can't do anything about it. It's not on the pitch. So they can't do So he just stood Love that so, shit. so the guy moves yeah. back and Lemon just stands there just looking at the guy <laughs> as he turns around. It's really good. It's really good. Because the thing is about Lamella is he's not like physically imposed. He's not like Dyer, who, yeah. you know, not just physically on his lower half, but also upper body strength is great. Uh, he's not got that. He's got this like bitchy pettiness that I really enjoy about him. <laughs> yeah, like I really enjoy how spiteful he is. And if I was a like a fan of an opposing team, I, I'd fucking hate that guy. Oh, absolutely, one hundred percent. And I can, and it's because of that is why we love yeah, him so much. Sure. Like if he he was the kind of player Arsenal had in Fabregas, the Fabregas, the two thousand, I feel like two thousand two. Yeah, like, like even that rat Nazari, like Nazari, that kind of yeah. bitchy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. The, the, yeah. He, he he would have fit into yeah. that, but now, he's ours now. And he's offended. He's our cunt. Mm. Yeah, yeah. Mm. So, I mean, like, it's like a brother you've got in your family. You know he's an arsehole. And you'd hate him if he wasn't part of your family. I haven't got this. This isn't my brother, by the way. <laughs> but it's just like you can imagine like these people that in your family that you forgive regardless of the bad stuff that they've done because they're your family. That's, that's, that's what the matter. That elbow is mental. He's going to get a free game ban for that, won't he? I don't know. Yeah. Deserves it. <laughs> um, Glenn. Is that... Yeah, Glenn on Twitter, just Glenn. Uh, he says, uh, "Would you support the idea of a steroid Olympics where humans take as, as many drugs as possible before competing?" I long to see a man run 100 meters in three <laughs> seconds, throw a shot at 200 meters, 100. percent Yeah, I mean, you know, they might all die by 40, but it's not my concern. Be a fun sport. Yeah, it's like WWE, isn't it? A lot of them dying early, but yeah, it's not my concern. Mm. Yeah, entertainment. Yeah, I feel like there's somewhere in Russia there's a podcast and they're going. Can you imagine a world where there's an Olympics where no one does drugs? Yeah, how um, boring it would be. How, how, yeah, how yeah. shit that would be. Yeah, um, the, uh, the, um, I, I, I love that. I, I don't want. I don't want to watch a sport that I could do with enough training. I want to see people do superhuman things. Yeah. Boxing, put give them more. Yeah, more, <laughs> just more steads, more peds. Yeah, pump them up. It's the only way to truly be fair now. Cause Let them you... hit each other on the floor as well. <laughs> yeah. Fuck yeah. like that. Yeah, yeah. Shoot. Remove the gloves. On the floor, yeah. yeah. Remove the gloves. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah brass knuckles. And if, and I, I've always liked this one, if you're, 
your son is in the ring. No, you're, if the two boxers are fighting each other, if you knock that boxer out, then you get to fight his dad. You got to fight his dad. If, dad has, <laughs> if, that, if dad's there, he's got to get in the ring. And have we go. And if he if he beat his dad again, then brother, mum, yeah, hopefully not the door. Yeah, house cleaner, just like it. Yeah, yeah. Just keep smashing until the whole family's gone. Um, since underscore sorry, Spurs since underscore eighty five says from tomorrow football is in its all forms has been blocked from your mind for ten years, meaning you can't ever access results, tables, fixtures, etc. But Spurs will win four trophies in that time. You can only find out which ones after ten years do you accept. Um, um, I think for the greater good, you might want to. But do you care really much about the greater good in this instance? I don't know. I'm almost. I feel a bit, I feel a bit Alex-like sometimes in football. I feel, <laughs> I, mean, I feel like I can't be asked of it. I feel like it all just bores me. It's like when, you know, it's a bit like when rival teams say, oh, you know, Spurs are going to win any chosen. I just think, who gives a fuck, man? Yeah. <laughs> I, 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 feel, I feel better if you just died as soon as you wrote that tweet. <laughs> See? He's back. He's back. He's had a can of beaver town and yeah. he's, got, he's, he's all in it. If really. I found out that they had a heart attack after writing that tweet and they died there and then, then you know what I mean? I feel all right. But I just think... So, John, you won't know about this, right? Me, me, and, me and T and a while back, we got... The fighting cop got um, awarded. Uh, no, no. Nominated. Nominated, sorry. Nominated for best football podcast, and um, we'd had we started drinking at nine thirty a.m. on the train, getting up to all sorts. Makes sense, yeah, yeah of course. And uh, tea at about seven o'clock when when it started, uh, he fell asleep <laughs> at his desk. So he's tucked up, he's completely tucked up. <laughs> yeah. And this, the one of the most boring people I've ever experienced in my life was giving a speech. It was and long. T had, it was long, and tea. Uh, <clears throat> He hasn't said anything for, for ages. I mean, he was head down on the table. Yeah. He just woke up and he went, why don't these cunts die in a fire? <laughs> oh, yeah, I did. I did <laughs> and we were like, fuck tea, everyone can hear you. <laughs> I don't care, man. Die in a fire. <laughs> and then he put his head down again. It was a glorious, seems, glorious yeah. thing. What was the question? Seems like a reasonable... Oh, thing. about ten years, I suppose. I'm longing for the... I'm kind of longing for the days of of enjoying... becoming stoical and enjoying a, um, a football team that doesn't expect anything but enjoys every single moment mm. of success don't know I feel like the whole point selfishly the whole point of existing is to experience things that you love so if you can't experience that moment which we'd all love what's the fucking point just mm. give up because if I come back after this like break and then went oh I suppose won four league titles I'd just be like well just end it now because that's not going to happen again is it yeah, so, but ain't it like you're supposed to, that's why the world is the way it is John well because everyone's selfish yeah. yeah it's like you're you're putting your own feelings ahead of mine and T's. That's true. That is true. Yeah, it would make you guys happy, but then I kind of feel like, well... Still wouldn't. I'd be unhappy, and then that would make you unhappy. So essentially... You've got to be honest, John. <laughs> Not bothered, mate. Not, I, know. <laughs> I mean, I'd rather the other thing. Yeah. Well, yeah. Well, I mean, we want to see how this relationship develops. Yeah, it could be. You never know, yeah. but I doubt it. Yeah, I mean, it seems unlikely at this stage. Yeah, I mean, there's, still, I mean, there's room to grow, but um, I'd rather have the four trophies. Yeah, I mean, it makes sense when you put it like that. I yeah. feel sort of bad now. There's, there's quite a lot of Spurs fans as opposed to just my one want and need. I think I could fill my time with other things, so I'm willing to give it up. Yeah, but I kind of think, you know, I've got a young I'm kid. start reading and stuff. Hey? I've got a young kid, and in the 10 years, he might support someone else. If I'm not, mm, if, if you, I don't know the results. Not if you, yeah, but I don't know any of the results. I don't know anything about football. Yeah, but so. you just rule with an iron, iron fist, didn't you? 
And if, if, like if we're winning league titles, then that's going to help him. If he's not going to tell you, can't tell me. Can't. I, I won't know. He won't know. Yeah. He'll just come back like Gleeful, and you're like. Spurs wins. I can't tell you that. You, you know, you can you imagine? Oh, if you lived in the and no one could tell you there was <laughs> for life, yeah. you couldn't find out. Oh. And you're, you're just going to Flag, please let me know. I'm, like, I'm sorry, you, you know what you signed up for, and you know what happens if I tell you. Every single website you go with Spurs is just get blocked. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's just this black box. <laughs> Nothing. So when back to the day comes up, when Spurs play, the yeah. screen just goes black. It's just white noise. It's just, <laughs> so, so, so I'm really sorry, I can't tell you, you know that. Yeah, this is what you signed up for. And uh, yeah. it's paid. Off or has it? Or has it? Yeah. God knows. Yeah. yeah. All right. That's it. Net. Yep. Anything else? Nothing at all. Uh, John, you want to add anything? Oh, you're on Pulse. I am. Yeah. Pulse yeah. 88. Pulse 88 radio station. Hip hop show. It's a hip hop show. Eleven till one p.m. Mate, you've remembered all the details. Yeah, I've got I've got very you've got one of those horns. Um, I haven't got one of those horns. I've tried to avoid fire, the horns. No. What about the fire engine? Oh yeah. I've also got a fire engine. Yeah. That makes total sense. I've gone so for what, an ambulance. What is this about? The show? Yeah, what is it? It is golden era, boom bap, classic hip-hop, most death, slum village, bass effects, biggie, Nas. The golden era, the, the great stuff. Favourite hip-hop album of all time, Liquid Swords, Liquid Swords? Um, definitely. It turned 23 yesterday. Yeah. I know, I saw your tweet. Yeah, uh, 36 Chambers Wu-Tang's probably my favourite. And mine. The first time I met T, I was playing it in my car. Oh, you was? Yeah, just boxing. So there, yeah. there is the, there the trifecta. So the trifecta, of, yeah. And Formula of Ultron. Yeah, Korean of hip hop, uh, joy, and then it. hopefully we're going to get T himself on the podcast. Soon. Yeah, I'm ready, I'm waiting. I know. I'm, I've been slacking with dates. So um, we'll what? Sort it out. Um, he doesn't. He doesn't like him. Yeah. Well, he won't listen to him because he's white. Yeah, which is. I, I put a video in the group actually, and Flav didn't watch it. Wow. He's he's appropriating black culture. That's the sense. That's the sense. That's what I'm doing, Don't tell anyone. <laughs> I won't go to podcast now because of that. <laughs> uh, uh, what, what, what did you think of Kamikaze? I really liked so, it. Yeah, I thought it was good because for me it was just kind of um, he. Uh, basically, I've kind of fallen out of love with him from yeah, every, a long time ago. Yeah, Marshall Mathers LP was the last album that I really liked. Nah, Eminem show was great. It was, yeah, it was okay, but okay. the one I really loved was Marshall Mathers. Um, sure. So. I kind of he's kind of become an irrelevance to me, and then all of a sudden it was like falling out of a little bit of, out of love with this new kind of trappy hip hop, mm. and I just felt like he just kind of served a few people up and chucked a couple of wallops at some good people. Fun. It was good fun, yeah. It was just what it is, like yeah. kind of harmless, good fun. But yeah. and uh, Joyner Lucas is, is good, excellent, and really uh, obviously Royce Five Nine represented for a long time. Royce Five Nine is on another level. I think he's yeah. one of the best rappers in the game right now. See, Absolutely what you, amazing. What what are you uh, what are you bopping at the moment? At the moment, there's a guy called Jerry Perp from um, Chicago. He's quite good. Then is he, another is guy. he heavy? Uh, not too heavy. Who's that, who's that guy you, you, you told me to listen to? He's like, I love. He's just got a normal name. Freddie Gibbs. Yes. Freddie yeah, his new album's got a new album yeah. called Currency. I love that shit. Yeah, Freddie Gibbs is um, But there's another guy, another guy called Saba, S-A-B-A. He's probably done the best album of the year. Sab- oh, no, no, I know that. Yeah, yeah. called Care For Me. Um, listen to that. Do you know what I've been listening to a bit of? Uh, uh, Black... Yeah, six LAs. No, yeah, but I've, I read it up and it's black. Yeah, that's, yeah, I've heard that. Yeah. It's, it's not so six black. <laughs> yeah, you had a go at one, but it's like, well, you made your name look weird. <laughs> yeah, so yeah, what yeah. are you expecting? Yeah, yeah. But um, no, that, that's good. It's like a Frank Ocean first album. Yeah, yeah. Because I heard him kind of say that, even though he seems like he's rapping better than a lot of rappers out there, and I kind of it's stuff that slow, I've heard. Yeah, I kind of think, well, actually, yeah, you're pretty decent. What, uh, did you stop listening to Frank Ocean when he came out? That he was gay. No. 
because I knew that he was gay fairly early on. So right. it was kind of yeah, he's right. ITK. Just just, just yeah. testing the homophobia levels here. Yeah, I mean I'm, I'm fairly kind of liberal minded, so for mm. me, hip hop is inherently homophobic. Well, that sort of music. Yeah. Do, do you ever struggle well, with any issues. any of that aspect of it? Like because like you can say it with boxing and, and, and hip hop, but do you ever struggle with the ethical? Because a lot of what like, I love Eminem, yeah. and obviously that that was my introduction yeah. to hip hop Eminem when I was a kid. Yeah. Um, I was like the stereotypical little white kid yeah. listening to another white guy a, a rap, and then that opened the, the the floodgates for everything else. Yeah. Um, but then I listened back to what some of the shit that he says; it's horrendous. It doesn't yeah. appeal to me at all. Mental. But that's the same throughout, isn't it? Yeah. Well, yeah. It, I mean, I'm into how do you, how do you separate yourself? Well, from? I'm into hip hop. I'm into UFC. I'm into boxing. I'm into dancehall music. All four things have <laughs> rampant homophobia, transphobia within it. Um, I don't know, I guess it's kind of, I guess you kind of compartmentalise these things. Um, because, um, I mean, for example, in Nas's song, Half Time, you know, switches like a, you know... Yeah, Just say it. Like a faggot. Yeah. yeah. He, when he performs that, he no, he no longer says that. Does he, does he cut it out? Yeah. Mm. And Ave the Ragamay had a problem with him doing it, so you shouldn't censor yourself because mm. it's not... Yeah, but if you change your idea... Yeah, I mean, people grow, people change. Of um, course. No, people change over time. Um, I don't know, I just kind of... Um, when it comes to these things, I, do, I just think... I don't know, it's, just, it's, it's hypocritical. Yeah. But, I don't know, if I, if I um, got rid of everything that was problematic, I'd probably listen to hardly any music, <laughs> watch hardly any sport, and, you know, be a hermit. Yeah, that's where I'm at with it. Like, for me, hip-hop is, like, storytelling and encapsulates, like, different side of the world that perhaps you don't know. And, like, for me, it's like, that can either resonate with you or not. And for me, it's a case of we should try and confront things we're not comfortable with. And it doesn't always necessarily mean we have to agree with it because we listen to it, you know? I um, I listened... Uh, one of my favourite albums of last year was XXX Tentations yeah. uh, album. Yeah. Or Tentacion, depends on if you want to say it. But he... R.I.P. Uh, <clears throat> well... I mean, I just want to... I mean, is the world a better place about him? Probably. I mean, beat up women. Yeah, but he might have... He, he might have... Um, is that a harsh thing to say? Well, well, he did. He did, yeah, I mean... But he might, he, might, he might have grown up and accepted that he did wrong and became a better person. Okay, people, anyway, people change. Look, people I off. mean, just to go back to it, like that, that album was incredible. Amazing. I was acutely aware of, um, of what he'd done. Mm. Like, threatening to pour drain fluid down his... Misses his throat and shit like that. The, the deep, deep and darkest shit. But I'm not listening to an artist because of the kind of you know his ethical boundaries. Yeah. Well. I think I think the line is R. Kelly. Yeah. Oh yeah, yeah. R. Kelly is that line where I can't listen to his music and I and I won't. No, you shouldn't. Mm. He pissed on the kid. Kid. Mission yeah, but he, he, yeah, but his old songs is based around his sexuality. Mm. Yeah. And his old image is based around his sexuality. He made his money through that as well. Yeah. And the fact that that plays into harming people is just... Is it's that fucked, isn't it? And do you know what? Not many people will clock this. John will know. His, the, my girlfriend was up this the other day and I had no idea. The album cover of 12 Play, he has a cane in his yeah. hand and a cane has a mirror on the bottom of it. What, why is, 12 why is plays it? his biggest album that's that's a, why is that pertinent it's a bit it's a bit perfect I think it might yeah. have been a young girl on, on the album cover with him and even in like the Aaliyah album, album cover oh, oh, oh the cane has a mirror pointing upwards yes oh my god yes. so just to go back to Eminem there's yeah. a this on for, for um, Machine Gun Kelly yeah. yeah and he says I don't have to sneak this but you already know who the fuck you are Kelly yeah 
and it clocked because that was he made a um, machine gun Kelly made a comment about his daughter when he was underage. Oh god! And that's why he called him. You know who the fuck you are, Kelly. <laughs> so he's saying you are an R Kelly. Oh god! And you know who you are, Kelly. That's what he's fucking. He is a yeah, genius. He is a genius. So. Yeah. It's gone quiet now. All that, all that beef. Yeah, well, yeah, it's trying to sell a few records. Has so. he won? Because machine gun Kelly's won also. Yeah, but this is Eminem's point that he dresses in kamikaze, which is like if he responds to anyone, they win because yeah. it doesn't really matter to him. He's already like. Mm done everything needs to do um, but yeah I, I struggle with the R. Kelly thing because like if Honey Love comes on I'm just I'm just enjoying that I said I'll really sit the fuck down no matter what comes on even if it's happy people <laughs> man I'm sat down mm. yeah it's a shame it's shaking but no I'm sat down mate yeah, got, yeah there's, there is a line yeah, yeah. alright we can talk about this all the time um, the 30%, 30% podcast is coming soon it's coming bang so 30% really is um, we can talk about hip hop and all that other stuff uh, but thank you, John. Mate, thank, thank you very you so much. much. I've only been stalking you for about twelve months to let me come on. I mean, so now it happens. That's yeah. what happens. It's um, like the girl comes out and goes, oh, "Actually, you've been stalking me for twelve months. You're all right, actually. Do you want to go for dinner? Yeah, sort of, yeah. Like, you, you you've been stalking me, but you haven't raped me, which is the main thing. Yeah, you, so yeah. let's. So that's good. Uh, well, now you're here. Yeah. Uh, and I presume that this means that that rape will not happen. Well, okay. <laughs> no, no, I think you're safe. We'll see. Network. Sports Social Podcast 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 Network. Social Podcast Network. Geico asks, how would you love a chance to save some money on insurance? Of course you would. And when it comes to great rates on insurance, Geico can help. Like with insurance for your car, truck, motorcycle, boat, and RV. Even help with homeowners or renters coverage. Plus, add an easy-to-use mobile app, available 24-hour roadside assistance, and more, and Geico is an easy choice. Switch today and see all the ways you could save. It's easy. Simply go to geico.com or contact your local agent today. Sports Social Podcast Network. Sports Social Podcast Network. Sports Social Podcast Network. Sports Social Podcast Network. Ohio, ready for some quick mental health facts? Let's go. Nearly 2 million Ohioans live with a mental health condition. In the U.S., more than 50% of people will be diagnosed with a mental illness in their lifetime. Depression is a leading cause of disability worldwide. So why are some of us still stigmatizing people living with a mental health condition when we know all of this? Let's listen to the facts and beat the stigma. 
Ohio, challenge what you know about mental health at beatthestigma.org.